Hello everyone and welcome back to Diapod with me, Michelle. I have got such a treat for you. Today, I feel excited about this for such a long time. I'm shortly going to welcome a lovely guest who has generously given her time to help me understand more about chips from Rankla's digital key that only being a mechanical engineer, she's a lady of many nations from Kenya to Tanzania, not forgetting China. Matilda, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I must say that most people have dreamt of owning a Jeep at a certain point in their lives. So, is the Jeep a good starter car? Uh, this is a yes and a no question. Mm-hmm. Because, one, buying a car depends on the preference. At what age are you getting the starter car? Because you can't tell me you're a student and you'll want to get a Jeep. But I know the good qualities is it's, a, it's reliable. If you are doing a lot of off-roads, it's the best, and it has a good resale value. Bear in mind that if you're buying your starter car, probably you would want to sell it and get a better one. So the the resale value is high. It's classic, it's plain, it's simple, and you can modify it. I think that's why I love the Jeep. Okay, and so you've said something about age. What's the best age? What's the perfect age for this? For me, I've said it's my dream car, so whether I'm 15 or I'm 30, I honestly want to own a Jeep. I don't own one. But maybe as when you start earning, that's okay. the best age because you will need to take it for servicing and all that. So until you have a steady income. That's lovely. And if yeah. I may ask, when it comes to the Cherokee, should one take off the board? Uh, again, it depends on the preference, but why would you take off the, the, the doors? One, if let's say you're living in a cold area, I wouldn't advise that. Two, if the security of your place, personally I'm from Tanzania, it's Africa, we're still in the third world countries, so security matter also. But it's you, you can take it off, but you have to bear in mind if you want to return it back, you have to it wouldn't recommend because you have to go back the electrical the elect the wires there so it's a lot of hassles so if you're willing to have that stress it's fine if you're not don't remove it it's already a classic cousin enjoy it as it is okay uh most off-road capable jeep i would say is the jeep wrangler rubik recon Reason being, one, have you seen have you seen it, the new model? Oh, 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 oh it is amazing. But two, uh, the tire pressure drops perfectly. It has a shorter wheelbase, which improves the ramp over angle, and it manures easily. So I will definitely pick it any day. And remember, like the aluminum wheels are 17 inch, perfect size. So as for me, any day, the Jeep Wrangler Rubik Recon for my off-roads, any mountain areas that I'm going will definitely be my first pick. That's lovely. I 
have another question which I came across online. Uh, it is one of the most asked questions uh, on the this, on the Jeep Grand Cherokee. And What's this your favorite is, car? Yeah, <laughs> this is the second question you're asking me. <laughs> I go Yeah. So the question now uh, read like this. Mm-hmm. After replacing the front wheel hubs and both sides of a Jeep Grand Cherokee, why does that clanking sound continue after a while? Uh, it is it is not uncommon for your Jeep to make that strange sound. Mostly when you're turning and accelerating. You hear it, but mostly when you're accelerating and turning. This is because there's something called the CV joint, which is which is uh, a finely engineered component with exact dimensions, like precise dimensions, including multiple ball bearings. So basically, when the ball bearings are covered in grease, they protect uh, from excess heat buildup. Okay. Reason being, the ball bearing rotates at thousands of revolutions per minute when you drive and steer the vehicle. So when the rubber bash covers of the CV joint, or when the rubber perishes due to wear and tear, remember, Jeep is an off-road car, it is a very strong car. So due, due to that wear and tear, the grease meant to lubricate the ball bearings inside leaks out causing it to run dry and eventually wearing out due to excessive heat buildup because that's its work and since it's wearing down uh, uh, there'll be excess heat buildup so that's why there's a clacking sound but the good thing is the good thing is when you go to your mechanical engineer it is easily fixed so yeah thank god i have you (laughs) thank god you have me and still on the topic on tire pressure, so what is the recommended tire pressure on a used Jeep Wrangler SUV on highway driving using 255-7R17 tires? And would that seat compressor be good when they need to be inflated? Uh, you already said used, so first of all it depends with the year, but from my research, at 37 PSI for both the front tire and the rear tire uh-huh. is best. But okay. the average range is from 35 to 37. But my ideal one, yeah, 35 to 37, but I will say 37 is the best. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Now back to Jeep Wrangler because you really love Jeep Wrangler. Uh-huh. So, features are in a Jeep Wrangler. Yes. Ooh, what the like the entire car is really a safety feature. <laughs> like the comfortability, the tires, everything. The good thing about Jeep is they are precise. Like every design is precise. Uh-huh. But my favorite is the adaptive cruise control. Uh huh. The park park view rear backup camera. It has uh-huh. a backup camera at the park view. The Park Sense Rear Park Assist System is an assist system. There is a forward collision warning. Okay. There is a blind spot monitoring. So when you say okay, so when you say there's a forward collision warning, so when you're about to hit something, you get notified. <laughs> yes. 
like before you even hit it, it starts like it literally warns you <laughs> before. <laughs> so yeah, and I think it's the best because when you are on those mountains, literally you need the warning. You can't yeah. have eyes and ears in the front and the back, so it is the best. So I think everything in that car is a safety feature, but those are the key ones. Okay, that's lovely. But now some people don't think so because the third generation Jeep Wranglers have been considered to be the least dependable with the most complaints and lowest rated reliability. Can you comment on this? Uh, you know what? Everything has a pros and cons. Uh-huh. Even when you're sick, the doctor sees the pros of a medication and cons. And when the pros are more, he will advise you to take it. It doesn't mean there's no side effects. Uh-huh. They are not perfect. Uh-huh. So with that in mind, mm-hmm. each generation, because you're talking about the third generation, but everyone has its own set of problems to watch out for. Okay? And okay. at the end of the day, you need to check the pros versus the cons of a product because mm-hmm. everything has a disadvantage. Okay. It's the advantages that make you get a Jeep. It's the advantage that will make you get another car compared to yeah. the cons. And with the third generation, there are like three key problems that are highlighted. Mostly it's the death wobble, where when the wobble kicks in, the driver feels like the steering wheel is shaking violently. But that also, you can go fix it. Though a bit costly, but you can fix it. Or the TIPM, which is the vehicle electrical system, dependent on a functional total integrated power module. The repair costs me roughly around $1,000. But the good thing is, many reports occur when you reach 40,000 miles. So you won't feel it when you have just started. That's the time maybe you'll want to resell it or you'll have worried, like you'll have used it for a while before you hear the badness about it. So still, I would advise you get it. But if you if you see it's a bit hazard, go for the Jeep Wrangler 2019. Go for any other. That's that's a bit about Jeeps. There's the SUVs. There's the what. You can pick. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what's the relationship between a Jeep and a Fiat Chrysler? So a little story. Mm-hmm. When Fiat and Chrysler became Fiat Chrysler Automotive, that's when Jeep as a company became an FCA brand. FCA means Fiat Crystal Automotive. It Uh became a brand. So basically, if you're wondering who owns Jeep, it is who? Fiat Chrysler. Ah! Yeah, that match was in around 2014. So for over half a decade, Jeep remained property of FCA, corporate uh-huh. entity. Uh huh. So yeah, if you did not know, who owns Jeep? I didn't. <laughs> yeah, so, and yeah. Uh, the final question now: mm. the Jeep, a feminine, mm. a masculine, or a unisex car? You are a pilot. A pilot, is it a feminine or a male-dominated 
male job, not even dominated, a male job or a female one? Ah, exactly. Yeah. The reason why I asked that question, no? Ah. It's because A, it's one of the most asked questions when it comes to gyps. Yes, and that's why I started with occupation because nowadays, everyone is a feminist, everyone is like in the 21st century, what a man can do, a woman can do. So even to a car, why, do, why, why would you tell me why you're driving a male car? And up to date, people are usually like, ah, this car, this guy is for, this guy is for a female. Ah, this car, why are you driving this? This is so muscular. And that is really annoying. It is not written in a book that men are supposed to drive trips. Oh, I love this. Honestly speaking, the most <laughs> And that is why I am a mechanical engineer. <laughs> no one will tell me that that's a male job. Yes, it is. It's hard. At a point, it's hard, but yes, it's the challenge, it's the beauty, it's what you love. So, I can't answer that question. Wow. Okay, that's the most diplomatic response I've ever got. (laughs) But it's true. You've You've been such a wonderful guest, so thank you so much for coming to this podcast. It was lovely to have you. Thank you for having me, and I hope you invite me again. Of course, of course, we'd love to have you back. Okay. Have a nice day and thank you all for listening to me. enjoyed this episode please subscribe to Diapod from wherever you get your podcast and leave a lovely comment please forgive me if this podcast might not be up to par it's my very first podcast and it'll get better with time that is if you give us a chance don't forget to follow Diapod on instagram at the dial and word app on tiktok till next friday ciao